Horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Stuart Pearl. It's Miller. How was your week, sir? Not bad, not bad at all. That's good. Uh, my week wasn't too shabby neither. That's good. Yeah. It's nice. It's always nice when you got a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, see what this week brings, though. <laughs> it can be optimistic it can, at all. It can vary. Yeah, you can have a good week, and then, oh, man, shit, some, some Pretty, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have too many bad weeks. It's because I refuse to let shit bring me down. There you go. Yeah. My uh, my mental well-being is more important than anybody in this fucking world. <laughs> look out for myself. That's the only way I can look out for others. But anyway, oh. Uh, do you have a match to watch for? I do. Pac versus um, El Idolo Andrade. Um, I thought it was a really, really good match on Rampage. Um, this is Rampage. <laughs> um, what I really liked, too, was that they... I know it's kind of cliche right now, and it's beginning to be the norm, kind of. But again, they got time to create on TV and have that a pay-per-view quality match on television. Um, oh, one hour show at that. Right. And not only that, it was like a title-worthy match. I think the reason why a lot of people are so much like, oh, I wish there was another belt, like, besides just the TNT belt, like another belt, is because of matches like this being so dope and you're just so used to it, there's got to be a title on the line. But to me, this is almost kind of what strengthens those titles because... It's all this to get there. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then not only that, I like the story. I like how they incorporated Cody into the story with um, uh, Malachi Black coming in because Andrade warned he has friends. And so the tie-in's there. And it's just kind of cool to see not only a great match, but also kind of a seed to more of a storyline and, and so on. Um, and, yeah. And besides all the crazy spots, I won't even name all the craziness in that match. But yeah, definitely if you can check that out. If you got TNT, you should be able to watch that Rampage episode. If you only watch that, watch um, uh, Pac versus Andrade El Idolo. El Idolo. No, yeah, Andrade El. But Idolo. you know the one thing I want to say too, I feel like Rampage is always the place where there's gonna be that one awesome fucking match every week. Not saying that Dynamite and 
in Raw sometimes and SmackDown, obviously, and other shows don't. But I feel like what's what's established about Rampage is that there's always... I feel like every week we're like, oh, yeah, on Rampage it was this insane match. Every week we've said that so far. And so that feels like that's what Rampage's staple is, is that there's going to be... Don't miss it um, at all, whether you watch it live or watch it on a yeah, replay, because there's going to be some crazy match. Yeah. And that's dope. Yeah. Because that's kind of how we thought of going to ROH. Like, we didn't necessarily always know every match, but we knew... Going in, like, it's going to be nuts. And that's, you know. Yeah. That was on a Friday or a Saturday night all the time. And it, for our way to, it really made sense. But for them, it makes even more sense with this being just an hour show anyway. You yeah. want people to watch. Yeah. You don't want people reason. to be like, you don't want people to turn it on and it's like, oh, ain't nothing really happened. <laughs> and it's just an hour. I'll catch it later. You right. want people to watch live. Like, yo, I got an hour to spare. Yeah. And it's had a decent time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, news and rumors? Yeah, I'll start off with um, Kota Ibushi. If you don't know, um, the G1 Climax Final um, was this weekend. Okada. Okada beat Kota Ibushi for the uh, G1, not without controversy, quote-unquote, um, because... Uh, during and I saw when the spot happened because I was watching live uh, online. Obviously, um, Kota Ibushi went for the Phoenix Star Press misses. He landed. It wasn't like an awkward landing per se. It's the same kind of landing you would have, but we all know uh, injury can happen anytime. Yeah. Um, and when he landed and didn't really get back up or start selling, I kind of could tell like, oh man, did he hurt himself? And so what ended up happening was he dislocated his shoulder. They end up stopping the match because. Um, if you've never had a dislocated shoulder, you, you feel like just rip my arm out. It doesn't feel like, yeah, oh, you think, oh, it's just dislocated. You, I, you'd rather it be broke. I think the only thing that ever felt worse to me was when I tore my ACL. And I just wanted, I thought my leg was on fire. That was the worst. Mm-hmm. I cried. But anyway, um, so yeah, and they, they were trying to tell him, like, you can't keep going, bro. Like, even when we pop it in, there's no way you're going to be able to finish this match. Yeah. Um, and it was unfortunate that it ended that way. That being said, the other piece of the news and rumors is that in the post-match interview, um, Kazusha Okada said that he wants to face um, Kota Ibushi when he comes back. But instead of holding the briefcase, he wants to hold the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the one that was unified with the Intercontinental Championship, because he feels like that's the true championship. And... So some are speculating that this is going to lead to, like, some way, shape, or form, whoever has the world title. Because remember, Will Ospreay never technically lost the belt. He was injured and then couldn't come back to Japan. So that's how Shingo ended up with it. So really, you have a four-way thing of the G1 was won by um, Okada. But then you got Shingo, who's the the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion right now. Koto Ibushi, who's the one who kind of lost that match, but without it having to be stopped. So did he really lose? So you got that question mark. Yeah. And then you got Will Ospreay, who says Who's he's never. the real IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And it has a belt. And he's over in the United States in the UK wrestling. Like like, like uh, when CM Punk yeah. had the belt. But this is unique that. with a four-way thing going on where... Yeah. I Everybody think it, set claim to it. it right. And it kind of makes sense going into um, Wrestle Kingdom where there's going to be, I believe, four shows. 
So I wonder if they'll do some kind of round robin thing. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, also in the news and rumors, it was said that amongst several character changes as far as face heel dynamics, um, one surprising and again controversial uh, statement that was made was Top Dollar would be more of the single star, the more of the focus of Hit Row, and Swerve. And Ashante Adonis would be the ones who are in a tag team. And then you have... Uh, uh, but that didn't happen on SmackDown. Huh? But that didn't happen on SmackDown. I know it didn't happen on SmackDown, but that's the thought process. So that's why you saw Swerve and Top Dollar team together. Okay. Because they want Top Dollar, and I say they because I'm thinking it's a Vince thing, to be the focal point. Okay. To be the single star. He fits the WWE mold, but if anybody's ever seen Shane Strick, well, I'm sorry, Isaiah Scott Swerve, like, there's no more charismatic dude on earth. Like, the man came out to Shaka Khan, bro. Yeah, all the white folks singing Shaka Khan. Ain't nobody. If that's not charisma, I don't know. And they were on beat. Yeah. They knew the word. You can't deny charisma, man. Damn. What you said? You heard what he said. Yeah, yeah. But all I'm trying to say is, and this is across the world, like, it's just, I don't get what Vince's obsession with the body types are in this day and age when that is so passe, for lack of a better term. It's just ridiculous to me. But yeah, because Kenny Omega isn't that big. At all. Um, and you can't say he's not a draw. So yeah. what's your point then? You know what I mean? Yeah, Jericho wasn't that big. At all. Can't say he's not a draw. You, you know what's crazy? Steve Austin wasn't that big. No, you know what's crazy, though? Is that AEW don't push. Well, no, I'm not going to say they don't, they don't push. They're big wrestlers. People, they love them, but it's not like they really care about them having the titles. True. And oh, by the way, they beat you in the ratings. Yeah, I was going to say, so there's... <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's that big, you know, the elephant in the room per se. Well, not necessarily because we're going to talk about one more thing, but um, it just shows you wrestling matters. Yeah, I feel like we learned wrestling matters. Yes, overall in the ratings though, SmackDown did win as far as total viewers. But when the head-to-head came, Rampage won, and then also, not only with the head-to-head did they win, they won the demographic, and that yeah. says a lot. So I understand that a lot of people will ride the wave of, you know, total viewers, but this is how I think of it as a businessman. And we kind of talked about this last week, I think. If I'm watching and I'm Fox, I'm looking at this and going, okay, I'm paying X amount of dollars for WWE, right? Cost me this much. And they're a, you know, multi-million dollar, you know, we are, you know, global force. And then there's this other promotion that's smaller, obviously. It is what it is. And I could pay half, almost not, less than, like what, almost 75% less mm-hmm. and get more viewers in the target demographic that I'm looking for? Hmm. And they're doing what the hell works? Mm-hmm. Huh. And they got a guy who has the money to, you know, Yep. Pump it. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait a minute. What are we doing here? And that's where the negotiations come in. 
Because, and that's why I think this kind of stuff matters. Because when the negotiations happen, that that's where you're like, okay. And it's not being, you know, shortchanged if you're AEW. It's a come up. Because you're like, look, I could deliver this product mm-hmm. to you for less than what this person... That's what the fuck business is. <laughs> it really is just... Really, the only thing that sets it apart is production. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that really kind of set WWE apart from AEW. And not to sound like an asshole, we're talking about fucking cameras. This is really what we're talking about. Not to try to break it down but, to the but, smallest. So, but I wouldn't necessarily dismiss that because aesthetically, no, that matters I, to a yeah, lot. Yeah, but I know it does. I know it does. I know it does. But what I'm saying is. That's the small gap to where Fox says, and then we'll give you mm-hmm. X amount to try to... But not only that, Turner can say, well, shit, Fox is going to give you that? Well, we'll up what we're giving you and, you know, give you some more product. We got the shit. Here, yeah. use our shit. Do that 3D shit they do. Yeah. Just don't change what you do in the ring. But do yeah. add all that extra. For less, yeah. why wouldn't you do that? They can <laughs> like, do that 3D. They can do the 8K. Right. It's a no-brainer, right? If you'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think they um. I think AEW has such a great product that I think what this past Friday, not this past Friday, but the previous pri- mm-hmm. Friday just proved is that is what I said before on this podcast. Oh, they're coming. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's going to be a, a cut by um, it's going to be a death by a thousand cuts that's what's going to happen not going to say that WWE is going to necessarily die what I'm saying is the AEW is going to catch up and it's not going to be fast but they are like going what you to catch mm. up damn it this, oh, you need to get like a hookah or something so every time you say something don't be an <laughs> It'd be like Drink Club. <laughs> just no, no, death by a thousand cuts. Mm. Yeah. That's deep. That's just real, but that's real. You know what it mm-hmm. is. It really yeah. is. And I feel like, you know what I mean? Like we, it's something we talked about all the time. Where if New Japan or our way would have had this kind of um, help yeah. of Tony Khan or just Tony Khan, that was what they needed. And he mm-hmm. saw that and said, okay. Yeah. you? Because I think in the end of the day, what he says every time and lets people know is that, hey, I'm selling wrestling. That's all I'm doing. I'm not trying to be sports entertainment. I'm just selling wrestling because there's a market out there. Now, whether that be a million people want to watch wrestling or 800,000 on a weekly basis, you're getting that product. Mm-hmm. And it will be up and down, but there's a solid base of you know people that will watch this. And networks go... Wait, wait, wait. So, and all he's doing is taking those people like me and you who went to shows on Saturdays and Friday nights and saying, hey, it's on TV instead of you driving out to us. Mm-hmm. Or we'll still drive out. I'm not saying we'll, we'll go to indie wrestling, but he's presenting all the shit we would go watch yeah. or order on iPay-Per-View for 14 bucks mm-hmm. on a fucking national program. Yeah, because just wait until now they start to have more younger, uh, have younger talent, more established younger talent, I should say. Just wait till that starts to happen. Because that hasn't happened yet. Right. That's the reason why they brought Jericho over. That's the reason why they have Brian Danielson. The reason why they have CM Punk is because they're going to bring 
instant Hobbs. ratings right now. They're gonna bring up the Hobbs. They're gonna bring up yeah. the Dante Martins. They're gonna yeah. those are the guys. They're gonna be somebody who you look back and go, man, that man, MJF seen punk yeah. dude. That MJF, yeah. Um, um, Darby Allen. Darby Allen. We're still look at Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. It matters that he's that he's in a few right now with MJF. Yeah. Because of what he was able to do with CM Punk and more eyes are yeah, on yeah. it. It's dope. Yeah, man. I mean, they look. Such good shit. It is. I mean, who else am I thinking of too? That, that probably Ricky Starks. I mean, you think about that. I mean, that dude is fucking good. Yep. And I ain't know when you look at him, you don't necessarily see it. And then you see him in the ring, and you're like, oh. You hear him on the mic, too, and you go, oh. I see. Right. That's that yeah. New Orleans, too. I'll be like, okay, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I see that swag in you, boy. I yeah, see yeah. it in you. Like, I see it. That's that no, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. If he hadn't hurt his neck, I mean, we wouldn't. I think it's trajectory, yeah, it but been. it takes yeah. a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and just having great minds. I mean, I think the one thing Cody did um, was sit there and he brought great minds to AEW. Minds for the wrestling business and where they need to go. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the smartest thing they did was, I think, not, if they had never worked in WWE, AEW probably be wouldn't be what it is right now. Oh yeah, that's a definite... But they knew what WWE, exactly what Roman Reigns said in his in his statement a couple of weeks ago. We're trying to hit this, like not demographic, but we're trying to be mainstream, where this is sports entertainment. And AEW saying no, this is pro wrestling, but we also trying to hit this mainstream. Which is why you have a shack on the show. Which is why you're on TNT and you're promoting this product via basketball. Mm-hmm. WWE has football, but now they're going to have basketball and baseball to try to promote AEW. So will WWE. They'll mm-hmm. have baseball to be able to do it because there's baseball games on Fox. Um, but not as much as it is on TBS. Right. And, and TNT. TNT. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they'll be able to push it. They'll be able to, They're going to catch up. They're going to catch up. And when the production catch up, and then when they're able to put, put in more money into the production. And I'm not talking about what's on, what we're seeing on TV. I'm talking about being able to fill up arenas and going to bigger venues, going to football stadiums and putting on a big show twice a year. Because at some point, they are going to work more. It's just the reality of the situation. When you start to get bigger, the more demand that you have, as a business man, you're not going to be stupid. You're mm-hmm. not going to be like, oh, man. Yeah, I know it's a demand, but this is how we want to work our schedule. No, you're going to start doing more shows. You're going to start pushing out more shows. For some of those wrestlers right now, like CM Punk and, and Brian Danielson, it works out for them. 
because you don't have to work as much, but you can go in there and you can put on the show. Maybe that's when you're going to start seeing some of the wrestling change. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's probably why WWE plays a little more safe at times. Because can you do this on a day-in and day-out basis? But I think WWE also learned that, oh, we can make a lot of money without having all these house shows. And that's... That's a good point. You know, I think that's where they need to start cutting back. Is on these house shows and having your big wrestlers wrestle on these house shows. Maybe every, maybe you have specials like yeah. When WCW used to do like Clash of the Champions and mm-hmm. it would come on like a random ass Wednesday and maybe yeah, promote yeah. it. That'd be dope. It was a big deal. Right. Yeah. Because when the last time we seen a title change in a house show? Yeah. Remember when WWE used to do that? The only one I I always remember and always think of is when Diesel beat uh, Bret Hart in two seconds. Mm-hmm. Not two, it was like seven seconds. But that was always like, what the? Yeah. But, I mean, you want people to go to house shows, sometimes you gotta give them that surprise. Wait, it wasn't Bret Hart, it was Bob Backlund. Yeah, yeah, it was Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund, my bad. Because he took the title from Bret Hart. Right. Yeah. And then they, and I always was like, why did they drop it back to, like, I don't know, it just was so weird. Like, why why would you have Bob Backlund win in the first damn place? Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I never understood that. He just didn't fit the type to me. Not to beat Bret Hart, who no. was like your best technical wrestler, losing to some yeah, old yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that cross-faced chicken wing, though. Yeah, well, but that was it. Yo, when he sat there and snapped, I ah! would say that. That motherfucker used to sell that shit. Yeah. I'll give him that. But when I looked at Bob Backlund, I was just like, doesn't fit a champion of me. Doesn't look like one. Yeah, why do we want him to win? <laughs> yeah. He just didn't fit that mode. Yeah. But obviously, he fit. I mean, he was serviceable yeah. back then. Um,. What else we got? Because we, we stuck on that for, for a minute. Well, that was it. That was all the news around here? Yeah. What I was talking about before, you talking about the Charlotte thing? That was in my Raw, Bad, and Ugly. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no that's fine. I, I No, I just didn't I know. I couldn't think of any other news and rumors. Um, yeah. Josh Alexander won the Impact Championship last night, but then lost it um, to Moose, who cashed in right away. I see... Um, uh, I don't know their names, but I know it's uh, obviously the Peyton, inspiration. Peyton, is, that's what they call it, the inspiration. I see they won the knockout tag team champions. Yes, they made their comeback. Um, Mickey James won the um, Impact Women's Championship. Okay, and then Trey Miguel became the um, Activision champion. If you remember who he was, he was part of MSK. And then Jordan Grace won the, the... The Digital Media Champion. Yeah, yeah. Why would they call it that? Digital Media I just shrugged if you didn't know. <laughs> I mean, because like now it's going to become a pun. Because people will call it the DM Championship. Remember she made a book with all the DMs she got? Yeah, yeah. She got some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people do that. 
I ain't jumping in nobody DMs, y'all. Nah, man, you screenshot hey. me. <laughs> First off, I ain't jumping in your regular DMs. Let alone, I ain't gonna be a fanboy and jump in your DMs. <laughs> what are you gonna answer? Right. Because what do I expect from that? Yeah. I've never heard somebody be successful in jumping in any of these celebrities. Or, you know, I mean, she's probably like regular chick. She probably a C or D type celebrity. I never. Anybody who would jump in them would know who she is. So to me, she's a celebrity to you because you know the hell she is and you know why you're doing this. Yeah. You know where you see. Anybody with that check mark, that verified. Yeah. I've never heard about somebody jumping to somebody that's verified DMs and be be successful. Never heard of it. Not no regular person. No. Maybe another verified person. And even that be suspect sometimes. Yeah. Like, that was weird, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when they come out with, oh, yeah, you know, message me, and I be, re- I, like, they'll show when they message them. I'll be like, that was kind of weird, dog. Like, you like you got in there. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> but you know what? I don't understand why they just don't turn it off. That's too. Only, the only ones that can DM you are, are ones that you follow back. Business opportunities, though. I can say that from Michael Weston because you have people who will want to book you and stuff and you'll yeah, miss out because yeah. they're not your friends and you'll facts, go back and be like, damn. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah. It is what it is. I guess. Business is business. But yeah, that's my news and rumors. I don't know, man. I think if I get to a certain point, I'm not going to be on social media like that. Right. So it'll be up just, to my team anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, hey, Business opportunity. Don't DM me. Yeah. Like, hey. Contact but once you get to that point, it's kind of like, they're, they're not doing the right thing by not following the research on what you yeah, should yeah. be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you sh- there's a right way to reach out. Mm-hmm. But she, like you said, she's in the middle somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah. like, for a promoter, there's a right way, but you, yeah, know, yeah. you never know. But it's just some, only because I know social media is, is, is horrible. It's a very toxic place. Toxic. Like, um, when you... Because it's, it's still toxic for people. Like, I mean... Regular people. Yeah. It's toxic for people who used to be on there maybe even stop being on there so much like celebrities and stuff like that but people go through they scrub all your shit just to see what you said back then yeah I mean look with John Gruden yep you know but he was just that was just ridiculous you don't use internal emails I mean that's just one on one you dummy yeah 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 that was like you that just was can't dumb. I mean no you know what I think because there was no way, and I, I won't say he was stupid. There was no way he thought that was ever getting out. But that's what I'm saying, but, but am I just a paranoid I, person that, no, no, to me? No, 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 I don't think you're a paranoid person, but I think the reality is nobody thought that was ever going to get out, and the only reason why it got out was because they was doing an investigation. I think, really, what ended up happening is we found out who this guy is. Right. That's what that was. And and it's not that if he worked a regular job, he doesn't deserve to lose his job. He deserves to lose his job in this case because you can't be a leader of men that you don't like. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, first off, you don't care about the men that you actually coaching, whether whether they were black or... Gay. 
you don't have respect for your counterparts, the people that's going to be throwing those flags for you in the in the game, which are the women, there's no way I can sit there and keep you as my head coach. Yeah. So, I understand it in that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Your views are your views. You're never going to change that. So, I can't sit there and say a person don't deserve a living. But, in this case, this is a privilege. When you're sitting there and... Making... Yeah. And you're being a leader of men. Like, no, I can't do that. I mean, my biggest thing, though, like, when I watch these things, is always, like, I always question myself. Like, am I just too paranoid of a person? Because if you're my best friend in the whole entire world, you're my motherfucking brother, but if you email me from your work email some shit that don't belong in your work email, I'm going to pretend like I've never seen it in my fucking life. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, why would I ever do that? It just doesn't... Like, you know what I'm saying? To me, that's the first thing I think of. It's like, I don't need that shit the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell no. Nah. But so am I just suspect of everything? Is that just how we was raised where everything's you know, a fucking trap? Like, <laughs> you know what I think, though? I, you know what? It doesn't matter to me just because I'm too liberal. I am too progressive to even think the way he was thinking. No, I get that. But, like, what is so my... I think of it in a sense of... I know what I say could mm-hmm. be... Like, even if my wife sent me something subjective in her work email, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. flirting with me, I'd be like, I'm not responsible. What? What the no, fuck no, would no. you... Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Everything I do, I think of, like, hold on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm you like, am I weird... This. No, 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 it's true, because you don't want to do that because you get yourself, like, why would you use your work email to do that? Just email me from your regular email. So that's, like, at what point did he, when people, I'm talking in general, not just him, when people get in trouble for these type of things, I always think in the root of, like, I would, I wouldn't, this would come from, you know, Jannard, my personal email. Why would you ever, and it would never connect to anyone's thing unless it was their personal email because I know I'd be like, what the fuck is he emailing? Hell no! Yeah, that was dumb. Like, why would you send it to his work email? Now the whole trail yeah, and yeah. all these people mm-hmm. and everything. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, so that's what I'm saying. I always wonder to myself when these things happen, am I just automatically skeptical of every fucking thing that happens? I automatically go, it's a trap. No, I think it's or the, we just raised I think, like that. Like I think it's the world we live in right now. <laughs> and shit. Like, you gotta be... I mean, you think about what's going on with Dave Chappelle and everything. Like, we live in a society where it's ultra, ultra, ultra sensitive. And I don't mean that. In a negative. I do mean it somewhat negatively, but it's not a total negative way. Mm -hmm. Because there are certain things that should be should brought be, to light yeah. as, as far as like no this is an like issue. this is an issue yeah. and then there's things where it's like come on now but I think that's the problem but I feel like it's differentiating comedy. that yeah. I think that's where the issues come in because then now everything now it gets politicized right right because yeah. now it's my opinion your opinion yo should should he have made these jokes? Shouldn't he have made these jokes? You know, it's just comedy and shit. And oh no, it's not just comedy. Right, there's two sides people. to it. Yeah, yeah. I just appreciate too that he's willing to talk too. 
I give him props for that because he told him like I'll, like I'll sit down and he's not a dude that has a yeah. problem with anybody I think that has to be established because what happens a lot in these situations and this is a good time but in I, wrestling you don't know everything so I think a lot of people who are mad yeah. don't even know that he mm-hmm. has like trans friends and has no problem yeah. again it's just jokes but some people don't get comedy they don't and, get and, and no I don't even think it was just jokes because somebody like him or somebody like Chris Rock, when yeah, it's jokes, calculated. It, yeah, it, it, it means something. It's calculated and it yeah. means something. And I didn't personally have a problem with the jokes, right? But that's because I thought deeper into what he's actually saying mm-hmm. than what's actually on the, on the surface. surface. Yep. At least I got something different. Yeah. What they got. That's something that he has to explain to them. Exactly. It's just having a narrative. Yeah. You know? Um, but that's just me personally, though. You know? Because I heard a lot of mixed reactions to it, though. Yeah. I think that's the reason why Netflix was like, no, we're not going to pull it. Because there's a lot of people who are like, well, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. There's trans people who are... What if it's trans? It's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because they knew that he didn't... He wasn't coming from a... A Hateful place. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the difference. And I think that's the... Yeah, where it's coming from. Yes. See, John Gruden was coming from a hateful place. Yes. That wasn't And I'm not saying that because he's white. No, No, I'm saying that it was actually a hateful place. Shit, you said my example is there's a difference between like one of my favorite comedians, Gary Mm -hmm. Owen. Mm -hmm. He makes jokes, a lot of them jokes is fucking real, but it's not coming from a hateful place, he's coming from a genuine, and he actually does a good job of talking race, yes, he without being racist and being real. When you're like, this guy good ass, motherfucker, Mm -hmm. yeah, most of the time he's on our side, but that's his, you know what I'm saying. But I'm saying that's but he points out between that, yes. Our issues and shit like yes, that. Yes, from a white person perspective. Perspective yeah. in a respectful, hilarious mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So it's all about delivery in the end of the day, which actually ties in with my ugly. So I'll circle back later when we get to that. Okay, so let's get right to it then, man. What was your raw for the week? Uh, my raw for the week, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to say that my raw for the week is gonna go to to um, Cody and Malachi Black. From last night's Dynamite. and the surprised. Re- well, here's my reason why. So many people had a problem with Cody winning. But I did. Malachi, right. Malachi pointed out something. The ultimate goal from, if you listen to all his promos, he was like, I'm going to change you. Kind of a continuation of what he was doing, what um, he was trying to do with uh, the character when he was Aleister Black. Because he came out and he was wearing black. Yes. Yeah. And he said, he was like, I'm going to destroy you. He was like, just because you came away with the W doesn't mean, basically, you, you won the battle, you didn't win the war, and I love the planting of the seeds, kind of like what I talked about earlier, where Andrade had brought uh, Alistair Black out, or sorry, Malachi Black out, um, and I just like the dynamic that the story's not over just because of the loss, and that it's still continuing, and then also, like he said, everybody hates you now, Cody. Yeah. This is what I wanted, and to me, it just shows more why... Um, Telling stories outside of just the TV show and online works. Mm-hmm. Because those that are following the story get it because Cody's been saying, I'm not going to turn heel. He even does it on the road to the top show. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I'm not going to turn heel. I'm never going to do that. 
And Malachi's using that and saying, yeah, but they still hate you. So why don't you just become bad, yeah. dude? Yeah. They fucking hate you no matter what you do. I yeah. made you, like, and he's like, I made you into this beast and you need to know it. That shit's dope. Yep. Storytelling. So, yeah, in the match which I thought is, was... Which is where they messed up with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. In the theme. Because that was the gimmick. Yeah, that he was changing people into, yep. And he fucked Nobody's it up with Randy same. Orton. Yep. He fucked it up. Yeah. It was like, yo, it, which is why he, you strategically had him go after certain wrestlers and everything, and he didn't wrestle that much because it was strategic. He mm. was one of those special draws where you didn't have to sit there. And he could have been beaten. That's the thing. You can have him lose matches, but it doesn't matter because in the end, He's going to change you. And that's what he did. And you had such a dope story going on there. And you fucked it up. But I was surprised that you went there. Because. Clearly. Edge versus Seth Rollins in that Hell in a Cell mm. match. Was, was fucking yeah. phenomenal. That was a really really good match. That was really good. The fact they opened with it was like. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. That, that match was fucking good. Um, I would recommend that you go back and watch it. It was poetic justice. Um, Edge ending the match with a curb stump on a chair. Um, defeating Seth Rollins. But I still don't think this is over. They're both going to be on Raw. Yeah. Um, eventually, yep. they're going to build something up, I think, um, where you're going to end up having... Um, I don't know why. Beth Phoenix. I don't know why I couldn't get her name out there. You're going to end up having Beth Phoenix... And Edge versus Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch at, at so, WrestleMania. Yeah, like that's gonna and that's going to be such a good match because this is going to be the first time ever. You probably have two couples who are fucking great in the in ring. ring. Yeah, <laughs> who are going to be fucking Make great in ring. The only drawback you may have is Beth Phoenix may not be as good. On the mic as Becky Lynch. True, but that's the only drawback. Right. But even then, it doesn't matter because you still got Edge, you still gonna have Seth Rollins, and you still got Becky Lynch. And and Beth I hope they don't do anything to... weird with the belt involved with Beth Phoenix winning it or something like that, like the women's championship. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that. Good. I don't think so. I think so. There's... Get the belt on Bianca as soon as possible, which you should have done in the first damn place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Which, if we can segue to my bad. Yeah, go ahead. Bianca Belair not winning the uh, Raw Championship. It was a perfect time to do it. It wouldn't have took anything away from Charlotte. You could have even added a distraction. You could have done your bullshit ass dusty I think even I think even as fans, you'd have been like, well, we get it because she's going over to SmackDown. You right, and not only that, you built up Charlotte so much that she could fucking take an L, bro. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a missed opportunity again, which and you know we'll get to my other points, but which kudos to Charlotte for if the rumors are true for saying her opinion. Like it makes to me, it makes her look weak the way they did the finish. Yeah, it doesn't make her look strong at mm-hmm. all. And so, what's your point? What's And this is the problem we always have. What's your end game? So, the point was just for her to switch the fucking belt? Yeah. What What was the point in that? You didn't need to do that. You You could have done something special 
for the fans. And then the you didn't day, have to do a belt swap. And then you don't have to do a belt swap, which is really fucking ridiculous in the first place. Because what's the name could have lost at at Crown Jewel? She could have lost to Sasha. Sasha could have took the belt. Yep. And then Bianca would have had the Raw Women's title. You had, you actually had it planned perfectly planned before the season started. Yeah. You actually had it planned perfectly before the season started. You just didn't want to pull the trigger. I'm just mad there's not a wrestling person at Fox or USA, or maybe there is and nobody listens, that can say, hey, it's kind of stupid. Like, there's got to be a person who can tell Vince, like, this is fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. And that's my biggest issue. Like, I just didn't understand that. Especially when you got to Friday and you were like, so why? Mm Mm-hmm. And this is why they continue to lose viewers in a lot of aspects because the shit doesn't tie in. Yeah. It's not even about viewers for AEW. Mm-hmm. You, you just lose people who could be casually into wrestling and they go, this shit doesn't make sense. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Which is why that segment was kind of weird because it looked like Becky was actually legit pissed off. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. That's part of my ugly. We'll get to the belt switch. Okay. That's my um, you know... My bad. Oh, shit. I don't even know if this should be my ugly. I just didn't like Goldberg beating Bobby Lashley. If I could have tag, because I was thinking about that. And, and how it happened, too. Yeah. Um, originally, as I was watching the match, it was, it was going uh, to be Dustin Rose and Brian Danielson as I was watching it. But then it picked up. And then I was like, okay, I can't give this my bat. Because I, I don't know if Dustin Rose had got hurt in the beginning. It no, kind of stunned him and shit. But it was just like... That match was dope as hell. Not in the first two, three minutes. Watch that shit over. Because no, I, I just I feel like... Were doing that on, like, that's just how Dustin matches yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, nah. They're always slow and grinding. No, I think later on it looks slow and grinding. Which I appreciate it. But in the beginning, it looked like, like after he did the the hip toss, mm-hmm. like he hurt himself and shit. And so it looked like, like damn, did you did you did you hurt yourself? Because I feel like it idea. had to go. I feel like the pace got even slower because of that. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, did you hurt yourself? <laughs> nah, nah, I, I did not in the beginning. I think it picked up, and I get the slow methodical whole thing. Of, from it and everything. But, like I said, it did pick up, which is why I avoided my bat. Because it was just bad. It wasn't like it's ugly. Because <laughs> then, then we're talking about... See, when I mention bad, sometimes it's just... You know, it was a, a certain thing in there that I just didn't like or whatever. Doesn't mean that it was horrible. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but this right here, I was just like, there was no reason why you had to get Goldberg needed this win whatsoever. And what are we doing? And shit. Like, this motherfucker's old as shit. There's no reason why. And I don't care how you book it as a fan that I can sit back and be like, you know what? 
Bobby Lashley just can he can't beat Goldberg. You know, no, there's nothing that tells me that Goldberg is capable of beating Bobby Lashley. Nothing. And so for Bobby Lashley to have to take this L, and now what you gonna do with him? Because to me, this L actually means something. It's not like it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, this is okay. And maybe this ain't the end. Maybe this is going to be a trilogy where Bobby Lashley's going to come back and now he's going to whoop Goldberg's ass. Never really even thought about it that way. Which is probably, well, not until today as I was sitting there thinking about this shit, which is why I went from being my ugly to my bad. Is like, maybe, just maybe, this is going to be a trilogy match. And then that's when Bobby Lashley finishes him off. Because really, to me, it doesn't seem like it's really over. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense for Lashley to be him the first time, lose to him the second time, and then now it's over with. You gotta have a trilogy. But if you don't, this is ugly. And I reserve the right to come back to this <laughs> shit until y'all so. Remember the episode? Yeah, yeah. Episode 318. I'll come back to it. Oh, man. Uh, what was your ugly say? So, my ugly um, goes to the Charlotte and Becky uh, title exchange segment. And the reason why I mentioned this in my news and rumors is because um, reportedly backstage has been pretty much confirmed. There was an altercation between Becky and um, Charlotte. Verbal altercation, which led to Vince having Charlotte escorted from the building by security. Um, he also felt disrespected because she kind of just blew past him um, in Gorilla. And all of it stemmed from the fact that she did not want to do a belt exchange. The story, I guess, goes that... Um, That's why she dropped it and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you watched it, you saw where she dropped it. The story goes they were supposed to really swap it, but yeah. with like anger and you know whatnot. And then you know Becky was supposed to hold it up and be like, "I'm Becky Two Belts." That was yeah. supposed to happen. Charlotte didn't want to do all that. She felt she should have just dropped the belt anyway to Bianca in the first place on Raw. Um, oh, that makes even more sense. So now so, when she challenged her, like maybe I have a match with her tonight since she want to be Becky Two Belts. <laughs> exactly. So that kind of was why not. Why is cool. this ugly? I feel like this is a raw. I feel like this I, is something. We well, just here's why I say it was ugly because for me it's a pattern. And this, I'm not against Charlotte, and I get it, and I'm not against her feeling the way she felt, obviously. Yeah. But here's why it's not ugly. It keep your message has a lot to do with your presentation too. And when you present it in a certain way and then you're already kind of viewed as a problem, whether people agree with that or not, whatever, then it becomes a problem. I think the problem is she is a company girl. I think that's the issue. Right, but what I'm saying is... she's a company girl and I think she's... We go from the the NBC thing where she's flicking off the crowd and whatnot and they had the blank shit. Mm -hmm. And then we got the Nia Jax shoot weird shit that was happening. Now we got this. It's like one of those things where it's a pattern. It's a pattern. And then people are like, is she trying to get fired on purpose? Now we got the the post and delete with the AEW merchandise. It's just things that, for me, 
take away from you when you're um, not only just a wrestler but a professional? Because I'm all about taking a stand. I get that. But, again, it's the way to go about it. And maybe that's just personally who I am. I just don't think this is the way. And when you go out there and you go into business for yourself yeah. like that, and you're, I'm just going to drop the belt. Like, your message is, I get it. You wanted to wrestle and lose the belt, and it made you look weak that you were just going to, you know, the, the way the match ended, and then you go in this week, you're just going to swap belts out of it. It makes you look bad. But that's not the place to do that. And you definitely don't put Sonya and... Um, and Becky in a weird ass position because you're being weird and like it's just all bad and it looks bad and mm-hmm. it's just not I don't know sometimes chaos is cool in wrestling and I get it but there's other times where just you I hate saying go with the flow but sometimes you just do business and do what the fuck you gotta do hand the belt over and get the hell out of there like just get it over let me ask you something though what did B and the company girl do, do for it though with the fans Nothing. But being... But they're going to... <laughs> but this is my point. What did it do for her? So, no matter what, right? The way you're talking, she's in a lose-lose. Because if she does this, it does nothing for her. And then if she does this, it still does nothing for you. See, that's the reason why I'm not always with this shit. Sometimes, I think people sit there and say, just being black. We have to act a certain way is what they really want. And I always have a problem with that. I am who I am. And you want me to conform to what you think... I should be. Right. Or what makes you comfortable. Yes. Even though what I do has nothing to do with your comfortableness or not. (laughs) Recycling, sir. See? Right there. (laughs) 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 You know... We recycle around this motherfucking parts. <laughs> but see, I didn't protest. I didn't say, man, fuck recycling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just because I recycle, but here's the thing, though. Just because I recycle doesn't mean you have to. I don't need but, you to conform to what I do. Right, but when I'm in your crib and y'all recycle, I'm going to respect that y'all recycle. Yeah, yeah. And that's called not being a piece of shit person. See how this works, people? Yeah. This is how it works. This is how it works. Yeah. Respect each other. Facts. But that's only because I would have took that shit out of there anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so so really, I'm just asking you to do something that nah, that was gonna do anyway, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> but But I get your point. My thing is is that this is WWE's problem. Just fucking listen. They so busy just doing whatever the fuck it is they want. And granted, it is money on the line. I'm not going to sit there and just flat out ignore that. But you discredit yourself by doing these things. I'm going to tell you one of the issues right now that WWE has. And that's announcing how many title reigns Charlotte has. You got to understand that her career is young. You don't need to announce how many title reigns she has. Just don't even do it. Stay away from it. Because you didn't always used to do this. 
oh, this is this is how many times they won this title. This how many. Now it's like you want to say how many times somebody won a title to justify their greatness. We already know Charlotte is great. So you trying to put, and then you taking title reigns away from her mm-hmm. at that because now her being the NXT Women's Champion means shit. So the two times she won that, now she's an 11-time champion, no longer a 13-time champion. Which, I was like, but you said that you built this up as, right. a, as a WrestleMania match, too, as well, where she defeats Rhea Ripley for that title. Just for you to go back on it, which makes no sense. Yeah. Absolutely no sense, yo. Whatsoever. So just, just like how you pointed out how many times they should have had a problem with Charlotte in the way she's conducting herself. We could point out how many times WWE, how many times Charlotte should have a problem with WWE with how they're treating her and conducting themselves. Mm-hmm. And now what's happening is that she's pushing back and saying, no, fuck this. I'm getting tired of this shit. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Which is why wrestlers are so happy. And motherfucker can sit there and say I'm AEW Mark. I probably, but I watch WWE well, way more than I probably watch AEW. See, that's the thing people are gonna have to realize too. But you don't have a lot of these problems in AEW because although. At the end of the day, the higher-ups are the ones that's going to really make the decision. But having your input fucking matters. And I think that's what people, what those wrestlers love. The input actually matters, even though you may sit there and say, no, nah, we're not going to do it this way. But there's going to be times where you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I like that idea. We're going to do it this way. Mm-hmm. It's a give and take. Because at times, you got to sit there, you got to say, nah, that ain't no smart idea. And then there's times, like Max Caster and shit. Like, honestly, if he ran his fucking, his rap by any of the higher-ups, they would have told his ass, fuck no, you're not doing that. He would have never got that green light to do that damn uh, rhyme that he spit. But what did they do, though? Like, nope. We're not doing that again. And they (laughs) let him know that shit, though. Right. And he had his chance. And I'm pretty sure now, anytime he's about to go out there, he can't sit there and just go right off the top of the dome. They want to know what the fuck you're going to say. Right, who you got going on, Yo. Uh, so, that's the thing, you know. Um, so, I have... I don't really have too much of a problem with how Charlotte conducted herself and everything. If anything, shit, this might start getting the fans behind her. Because the ones that are like, yo, yeah, we're tired of this shit too. She has a point. Now you're going to sit there and be like, oh, shit. Nah, I fuck with Charlotte. Because at least she's pushing back, too. It ain't just us as fans 
who are irritated with it, she's also irritated with this. Mm-hmm. She also has a problem with this. Because she still did her job. She didn't sit there and get too rough with uh, with Sasha. She did her job. She took her bumps. They ended the show well. Um, and their little tussle. So, I mean, maybe that was probably a shot taken. <laughs> Nobody remembers your, your championship reign. Maybe she like really taking shots, but not necessarily at them, but just at WWE. I don't know how personally Becky took it. I mean, they're not close anymore, like they used to be. Mm-hmm. It says, or it says they've said, but it's just. I get your point, but again, for me, the biggest thing is like. I guess the scenery and where you're at, but like you said, what does she have to lose? But that's a WWE problem. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much what that is. But that's my other. Yeah, that is a WWE problem. They need to fix it quick, fast, in a hurry because she is one of the greatest women wrestlers in the world, and it will be a shame that. And I think this is where, honestly, this is the point that I'm surprised you didn't make that you should have made. She should conduct herself in a manner so then when her contract comes up, she can just leave. Mm. Play ball! Because what is one of the stipulations that's normally in every WWE contract, we can extend your contract out if you're not here to perform. Yeah, that's true. I don't know... If that means if you get suspended or like, you know what I mean? Or we just don't want you on the show. If that also extends it out, maybe not. Maybe so. That's something that, see, but why do, would you even want to have that battle? Right. Why would you put yourself in that position? <laughs> yeah. So that I would I will say that. But WWE better be careful because they are on the verge of losing one of the best one of their best female wrestlers if they continue to go down the same road that they're going down. Because people could only be a company gal or guy for so long before they just sit there and say, fuck this shit. So, um, my ugly. And this is always going to be my ugly. That's the reason why, um, and I don't care how good or bad the show was. Crown Jewel. Always going to be in my ugly. Every year they do it. Just. You're accepting blood money, sir. <laughs> Just what that is. Um, but that's because personally. And I don't give a fuck what you do. Just personally. Given. The things that have come out. About the Saudi king and shit like that. Why would you want to sit there and do business? Yeah. And you sat there, you did business last year, and the motherfuckers wasn't That's even trying to let y'all thing. fly out last year. Or two years ago. I forget what, how many years that, that's been. Rather, that was two years ago, because I can't remember if they did a show last year. I think this, no, because of the pandemic. That yeah. Wasn't, so, yeah, so two years ago. Right. Where 
They weren't even going to let you leave. Wrestlers got stuck there. Which is why a lot of wrestlers are like, I'm not going over there. Mm-hmm. And so, you continue to subject yourself to this? Like, that's fucking wild. And by no means should you subject these wrestlers to that. Whatsoever. You should have stopped putting the show in over there a long time ago. You know where you could have did a show? Anywhere else but there. <laughs> Why not do one in London? You have a you NXT UK. Because they're not going to get paid a billion gazillion fucking dollars, sir. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they could. I'm pretty sure they can sell out. I don't know. If it's, it's not Wembley. I What's know, the stadium I understand that, they... that, sir, but you're talking about speculative money during a pandemic and money you're guaranteed you're going to get regardless of who the fuck is there. Because he paid for a show. That's like if I said, hey, yeah, run a yeah, show yeah. and still backyard true, for $4 true, million. True, true. The Saga King is paying for it. That's what I'm that saying. Different. So yeah, it's yeah. not the same. It's, not, it's, not, it's not like you you're actually happen to put on this show yourself. He's actually paying for it. Right. I get it. But still, even then. Love money. And that's why your point makes yeah, even yeah. more sense behind what you said. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could do a show there and you know and mm-hmm. and make money, but the facts of the matter is this is guaranteed money. And he's like, "Well, shit." Yeah. I can run a show where I'd speculative money. Yeah, I'll make X amount, but I know I'm making this. Yeah. Which is, oh, man, listen. And those and wrestlers have to, yeah, and those wrestlers have to do it. And shit. Have or choose. Because that's another yeah, yeah. thing. These are choices. True. And I, hey, I'm not following anybody. If you, if it's worth you getting a check, go for it. I got kids, so I'd be like Kevin Owens and be like, I'm straight. It's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. They can't miss shit they ain't never had. <laughs> Mustafa said he was, he was donating his check. And I, I respect him for that. I don't got no problems with him. And if, if that was his end goal, he was mm-hmm. like, I could take this and do something good with this. Yeah, yeah. And my son, that's his home. Yeah. I have no problems with you, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah. me personally, they played too many games with the whole coming back shit last time. Yeah, yeah, hell no. Nah. I don't play that shit at all. I ain't doing that. No, sir. Shit. I don't talk shit. I might be the next one to get murked because I'm going to fuck somebody I'm up. Dog. Shit. Bruh, I know how I get. Yeah. I get killed over in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They'll never see me over again. I'm wilding. I'm throwing up phones yeah. like it means something out there and all kinds of yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is like they don't know what you're talking about, sir. They have no idea where that street is, sir. Yeah. Nah, I'm, honestly, man, <laughs> they dealing with a dangerous person putting on a show for that motherfucker, yeah, and they and they shit. and they dumb as shit. Yeah, that. it's just what it is to me. Um, but anyway, with that said, be sure to check out 1515 Avenue the content. Be sure to uh, rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can just go on our website, 1515 Nav, um, and just go straight to our podcast and, and and click on the Amazon banner go support the site. You can also find us on any uh, podcast platforms you choose to use. Just type in 1515 and you'll find a podcast such as Equal Opposites. I don't know why I'd be wanting to say lace them up still sometimes. <laughs> I don't know why that should be. Like, when I say it in my head, I'd be wanting to say, Equal opposites, lace them up because it was always the second one. But no, uh, that one we don't do anymore. But equal opposites, love and hip hop, the rundown, wrestling roundtable, studio floor, slur, truth. Um, with that said, it's me, 
Start a pro. It's Mila. And we out. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, and The Other. Thank you.